everybody, and welcome to the Sports 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 Podcast. I'm Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Pomaville. And joining us, as always, is the Sports Outsider, Phil Ranta. Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome hey, to the podcast. Phil. Phil sits well outside the world of sports. Yeah, I don't know much about sports, whereas you guys, comedians living in Los Angeles, know plenty about sports. We, we do. Also, a comedian living in Los Angeles, Phil knows knows nothing about sports. That's how. That's the premise. On Set the outside... Not even looking in because that's how little he cares. Yeah, right. You just you're just here to poke like little holes in our sports logic. I'm here to try to learn. Yeah. After 270 <laughs> episodes, I've been really trying to learn. I know that Tim Tebow's a guy. <laughs> I would actually be curious if you know when this podcast finally ends. I don't know. We're signed through what like at you least another 10 seasons. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but but to actually have you do like a, some sort of blue book exam. And the question is just like sports question mark, and you have forty five <laughs> minutes to fill out everything you've learned in like the years we've been doing the yeah, podcast. The question was just sports question mark. I'd write, "You're damn right," <laughs> and then and I would that, just drop the pencil on the floor and walk out. Be pretty correct. Yeah, oddly enough, that's a correct answer. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, kind of odd sports news: Ric Flair rushed into like emergency surgery yeah today. he yeah. was he was rushed right into on monday he was rushed into emergency surgery uh last uh, last news when we're recording this he's still he's okay boy but i crazy. really hope he doesn't die between now and when the podcast is released well luckily we have the doctor who performed the surgery oh. on him here on the podcast which we're very excited about dr pile driver is going to be here Wait, and I'm sorry. What, it's what, so what's rare you name? get to interview the doctors who work on the celebrities because yeah, it's of really know, true. confidentiality yeah. stuff. Like the oh, kinesiologists. Or... But can you repeat his name again? Who, Dr. Piledriver? He's going to be on the podcast Dr. today. Dr. Piledriver. He's, he's one of the best cardiologists, I yeah. believe. It's just, it seems odd that his last name is a wrestling move and that he's the one who... I, I, never mind. Just probably just a coincidence. You know, you know, you could bring that up when he's on the show. Yeah, just kind of like a little conversation yeah. point. Yeah. yeah. And we do have a wide world of weird sports. You're goddamn right we do. But first. I actually got to stop you, Phil. I don't think we have a wide world no, of weird we sports. No, we already moved on I, past I that. I really feel like we don't. Joel, you're not funny. <laughs> we also have a uh, news, news, news. But first, the grass is green. The glove is cool. Having a dog at the game. Woo. Totally baseball. Major rebrand. Baseball's cool now. Totally baseball. Brought to you by inline skate spokes. If you want the fastest inline swings, you got to have some stoves. Totally baseball tech update. What? Kids like tech? I would like to reiterate my opposition to the rebranding of baseball and uh, my desire that we go back. Noted. In baseball, it's well known that injury drives innovation. Baseball caps added longer brims to block out the sun after 1909's Eclipse game. Also known as the Blind Sox Tragedy. (laughs) Batting helmets were created after managers decided too many players were getting the nickname Dizzy. Sure. <laughs> and Bloody Hands Murphy so popularized batting gloves in the second half of his baseball career that no one he was, even remembers him by that nickname. But, and here's a shock to the system, today we know that same player as Bloody Gloves Murphy. Sure. <laughs> yeah, because it had nothing to do with the fact that he wasn't wearing gloves. So what will the next injury bring us? Dried, cracked cuticles is where the <laughs> sure. problem was there. <laughs> Helmets for everyone all the time? Nope. Robot umpires? I hope not. Robot doctor umpires? No. be okay with that, yeah. Well, over the weekend, one of baseball's best bros went down on the base pass. And base pass is not the name of some hot groupie side piece. Bryce Harper, a player who proves Mormon Jesus does not care about sports injuries, badly, <laughs> badly injured his knee on a last-second jump to leg out an infield single. Oof. It's a significant bone bruise. It looked like he hyperextended it. Mm. No ligament damage. Thank God. 
But Harper's agent, Scott Boris, believes the injury shouldn't have happened. He thinks that damp bases, like the one Harper slipped on Saturday night because it was rainy, should be on Major League Baseball's radar. Quote, We go to great lengths with the soil to make sure it's not wet, and there are drying agents on the ground. I don't know what technology we apply, or the studies that have been done, or the composition of having a wet base. That's certainly something to look into. The injury was directly related to inclement weather and a player putting his cleat on a bag and it's slipping across because the surface was slick. In the NBA, when a player hits the floor, there's perspiration on the floor. They clean it up immediately so the surface isn't slick. In baseball, we have no one cleaning up the bags in between innings during inclement weather. Well, in basketball, there ain't rain inside, so... Yeah, cut to a groundskeeper with an extension cord and a hairdryer. <laughs> yeah, he's going to get zapped. Whoa, guys, I think dry bag tech is around the corner. Paging Ooh, Marty McFly. Gore-Tex. Shit. Here's a free app idea, Silicon Valley. Bag wipe. Press it, and a bag wiper in the area will come by and wipe the bag off. They could also wipe off other kinds of bags if, if people wanted, and they're totally not employees of bag wipe corporate. No, because they, be... they don't need to have insurance. Yeah, no, they're just freelance bag wipers. Yeah, Are we sure there's not already an app called Bag Wipe that's uh, popular with the, you know, adult crowd? What? I'm bag not, wipe? I'm not following this euphemism. <laughs> Are you talking about somebody who wipes someone's testicles? Yeah. Like, come on. <laughs> You'd open the app, and it would find the nearest person who wants to wipe down your testicles, and then they would come come to your house. Why, and wipe did, down your why would somebody need their testicles wiped down? Well, why does anyone need anything, Phil, in this digital age that we live in? Yeah, it's the share economy. <laughs> yeah. Get behind it. I'm behind it. <laughs> All right. Well, what about a sticky bag that can make a super sticky bag and people be like, look out, sticky bag. Oh, I get it. You're going the Home Alone 1, Home Alone 2 route. (laughs) You've already got the wet bandits. Now you're going to sticky bandits. And then you got to go to recasting Kevin McAllister bandits. Well, while all this might seem futuristic, even former commissioner Bud Selig confronted the problem in 1998, suggesting teams put up caution, wet base signs. Talk about forward thinking. It's time to reconsider someone's legacy. Uh, Bud Zelix? The grass is green. <laughs> the glove is cool. Having a dog at the game. Totally baseball. Major rebrand. Baseball's cool now. Totally baseball. Brought to you by... Graffiti shoulder pads. They look graffitied. News, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. News, news, news. Tiger Woods' toxicology report released. Whoa, come on, THC. Oh, subheadline, let's play the feud. All right. Oh, first, this past week, the Tiger Woods' toxicology report was released to a public that sadly cares less and less about Tiger Woods. Mm. If this had been Johnny Manziel's toxicology report, it had captivated the public. But Tiger Woods scandals mostly bum us out now. Yeah. It's like his back hurts. Yeah, it's not exactly. (laughs) But I want to dwell on that. I want to play the feud. All right. Top five answers on the board. THC. Well, hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. No, if Phil wants to answer THC, let him answer THC. All right. What? Oxycontin. Oh, wait, wait a minute. 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 Okay. First, we want to start out with, he was found, just recap, found behind the wheel. Police found him. He failed multiple field sobriety tests and blew a zero on the breathalyzer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, okay, there we are. Phil buzzed in with THC. THC is number five. Oh, man. Number five. So we had four, four answers. Joel. Well, so there was THC. 
THC, well, it's actually delta-9 carboxy, a muscle relaxant that is also the substance the body produces after marijuana is consumed. Oh. Delta-9 carboxy THC. Tiger Woods knows how to party. So, Joel. I'm going to go Oxycontin. Oxycontin? Not there. Oh. Not there. Uh, well, I don't know if they want something broader or more specific. I'm going to say You can say opiates. brand names or uh, need, you need either a brand name or the generic op- name. You need it. Yeah, I, I, can't, I went with a specific I can't opiate. do. I can't do it with okay. just opiates. Uh, I'm going to go. Uh, let's go. Uh, let's go. Um, what's the one with the extreme painkiller one thing? The nummy, the nummy nums. Uh, Vicodin. Vicodin, number one answer. There we go. Number one That's answer. That's the one I was thinking of. All right. Anyone else? Oh, that? that was really hard for me to think of the name all for right. Vicodin because all this Vicodin I'm on. <laughs> Jeez. Two through four. Any guesses, guys? Okay. Uh, it's my turn to guess. Yep. Uh, I'm going to go with Xanax. Xanax, number two answer. Ooh. Alprazolam, a mood and sleep drug commonly known as Xanax. Back to you, Phil. Three and four. You're ahead two to one. Oh, one of these geez. is easy. Really? Yeah, I think I think one of these is is in the easy realm. The other one, no one, you're not going to get. Okay, the one in the easy realm. Gosh, uh, uh, morphine. Morphine. Uh, Joel. Ooh. Okay. Chance to steal. Chance to steal here. <laughs> the easy uh, one. Let's see. Um, I'm gonna go with Valium. Valium? Eh, no, oh. no, no. We'll just we'll just read the last two, right. three and four. Ambient. Ambient. Oh. I would. How is he still awake? Who drives after him? He wasn't. Oh yeah. He had true. pulled over and they found him slumped over sleeping. You know, I did a I would recap. Not have that, yeah. You buzzed in. I was trying to do the recap where I said he was asleep. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, this. Okay, so also to answer your question about how Phil would do in the blue book exam. <laughs> I'm thinking not very well. I don't know my drugs. Hydromorphone. But the drugs know me. A strong painkiller, commonly known as Dilaudid. Dilaudid. Never heard of that one. Hydromorphone. Hydromorphone is the like the chemical name or whatever. I thought it's, it's how Aquaman sweet calls his family. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, on Wednesday, uh, Woods pleaded guilty to reckless driving and agreed to enter a diversion program that will allow him to have his record wiped clean if he completes the program. You know, so no one has to hear about this. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, keep it. Future on the DL. employers won't have to know about <laughs> this. <laughs> exactly. At all. When he becomes a golf pro somewhere. Uh, at the time, Tiger said that he had had an unexpected reaction to the prescription medication. Really? To, this, uh, taking all five of those, he had an gonna, unexpected reaction? This feels naive at best, and Charlie yeah. Sheen at worst. Sure. <laughs> if this was the unexpected reaction, what is the expected reaction to five prescription drugs? Including right. uh, Ambien. Top five answers on the board. Uh, expected <laughs> reactions to five to uh, this combination of five prescription drugs. Harder and longer lasting boners. Uh, uh, crap yourself and die. Uh, uh, sleep. Sleepiness. Uh, what? No, I don't have that one. No. Oh, these are the expect that. Yeah, uh, it's not really oh. from Ambien. Yep. Not. And Xanax. Those put me right to sleep. Ants crawling all over my skin. All right, we'll give you heroin addiction. Number two answer. <laughs> really? Number one answer. Feel great slash can fucking fly. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Number three answer. Constipation. Oh, yeah. The opiates. I remember that. Uh, Number four, intervention slash rehab clinic. Ah, intervention slash rehab. And number five, Phil, you were so close. It was inability to achieve erection for the new hostess at the Jupiter, Florida Chili's. Oh, Oh, man. Slash ED. And that's one of the hottest, uh, you know, hostesses they've had at the Jupiter, Florida Chili's in quite some time. Phil, can you save it? Poop! (laughs) 
<laughs> it was constipation. Wish. He wouldn't shit himself because of all the opiates. <laughs> Joining us now on the podcast is Dr. Piledriver. That's me. Yeah, I'm Dr. Pile driver. Okay, I'm actually a little uh, intrigued by your last name. You're intrigued by the last name of the pile driver. Yeah, Doctor Pile Driver. Doctor Pile Driver. Doctor Pile. I assume you didn't go through eight years of medical school to be called the Pile Driver. <laughs> no, I'm not just a resident. I'm your worst nightmare. Right, Boy, but you're not something a surgeon should be saying. Yeah, you took uh, the Hippocratic Oath. I assume that can't be that yeah. too true. I take my duties as a doctor seriously because I break bones and then I reset them. <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, that's that's good. I mean, you maybe wouldn't. So break I can them break place. them again. Okay, well, uh, Doctor, why don't you tell us a little bit about like, what your what your specialty is in? My specialty is in urgent care. And invasive surgery. And in pinning my opponents. One, two, three. Right, but Ric Flair recently had to go yeah. on emergency surgery. They had to induce a coma to do the surgery. I know it was very touch and go. And so I think what everyone wants to know is, you know, how did you become Ric Flair's doctor? And, and what did you do in this, in this emergency? Oh, I wasn't going to let Ric Flair count out that easy. No. I wasn't going to let him leave this earth earlier than he's supposed to. I wanted him to look me in the eye when he goes down. You hear me, Ric Flair? I brought you back to life so that I can bring you to your death. Whoa, whoa. Now, he's still recovering. I don't think yeah, you should be talking. Should. Oh, Not I'm so going to let him Not recover, so all right. And then next year at WrestleMania, <laughs> he's going down. You hear me, Flair? You're going to be going, woo, that hurts. Ric Flair is going to engage in a re wrestling match with yeah. his surgeon at WrestleMania next year. We heard oh, it here first. yeah. Okay. You know, Wouldn't wrestling down. be a little dangerous for someone who works with their hands so much? Oh, I'm a practitioner with my hands. Okay. I've been working with my hands, learning how to take bodies apart bit right. by bit. By bit. <laughs> okay. Well, why don't you walk us through the the actual surgery? Yeah. How, I mean, start to finish. What was what was the process? How did it go? Oh, when Ric Flair was rushed in, I said, "Oh, not today, Ric Flair. We're gonna go do this another day." So I took the doctor that was supposed to operate on Ric Flair, and I threw him through a window. What? A window? Yeah, second floor window. Oh, my God. Did yeah. You land in the parking lot? Oh, right on top of my tag team partner, Nurse Pile Driver. <laughs> Your wife? Who gave him our finishing move. Which, which is? Which is the shot. <laughs> Is that a yeah. Where we roll up somebody's sleeve and then we twist their arm till they pass out. <laughs> we okay. call it the shot. Okay, okay. I get that. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I gotta say, uh, and I don't, I don't want to disrespect the the degree and the title here, but is it possible that you are, you know, like not a? I mean, 
you just it sounds a lot like uh you're more of a wrestler than what? you this are. This is like a medical brother. professional, I'm a medical Joel. Professional. Don't, don't insult this man's a doctor. Look, he just, just saved a man's life. Vince McMahon wouldn't put me in the WWE, so I had to waste all my time going to medical school <laughs> and going through residency and becoming a damn good surgeon. Doesn't mean the wrestling blood doesn't pump through these veins okay. of doctor. <laughs> Felt like a non-answer answer. It really yeah. Did. Uh, so, uh, so when we were putting Ric Flair to sleep, and when I put him in the headlock to knock him out for the surgery, I said, this might be the last thing you ever see. And I could see the hair in his eyes. I feel like that's not a thing a surgeon should ever say to someone who's about Uh, to go under. I know you did the headlock, but then I I really hope you use some sort of general anesthesia. Localized anesthesia. Okay. That's right. Only local, not a general? Only local. Because I wanted him, if he woke up, to see me taking his body apart so I can put it back together. And I did. Okay. So I, I had to read his chart because I didn't know what was wrong with him. That's why he had another doctor. Right. So you you kind of you kind of broke with medical protocol and in, in throwing the other doctor through the window I so did. you could from the surgery. Then had to catch up at the last moment to see what the surgery was. Yeah. Luckily. And ultimately bring in another doctor to help. No, you I brought a nurse pile driver who got the information out of the previous doctor of what he had wrong with him. He had heart issues. Okay, so then then what did you do? You got to save this man's life. Well, I made a quarter-inch incision under the third rib cage bone, and then I'd use the rib separators to crack open his ribs, and I cracked open an extra rib just to show him who the doctor is. (laughs) Is that... that is that common to do that? or is Sometimes that- you have to, so you have enough space to perform the surgery. Is, is that your finishing move? The uh, surgery? No. My <laughs> finishing move is the shot. The shot. You <laughs> twist the arm until they pass out. I thought that was out. nurse pile drivers. We're a tag team. We share finishing <laughs> move. And then I cut open his heart with my bare hands. You weren't wearing. You should wear gloves. Oh, I was wearing gloves. I was using a scalpel. They were held by my bare hands. Okay, all right. And I was able to successfully remove the blockage using medical knowledge. Okay. That's exactly what you want out of that. I learned from going to University of Michigan Medical School. Yeah, it's not a very good medical school. It's one of the top five medical schools in the nation. No, I mean, All right, so so, so okay, so you've done that. You've done the cracking in. You've you've cut. You did the blockage. At, at what point now are you putting the heart back in and closing up? Oh no, I wasn't done with him yet. What? No, I brought his family in as I played around in his blood and said, you tell Vince McMahon that he needs to cast me in the WWE. That sounds horrifying. Oh, it was. You did some sort of his dance family while covered was in the crying. Blood. Yeah, I imagine they were. And I said, I got to get a chance to finally finish Ric Flair, even though he probably doesn't know who I am. My God. 
What is wrong with yeah, you? Yeah, the family, you really, should, you really shouldn't be inviting the family and during a medical no. procedure. They no. feel like it's the wrong thing to do. Well, first they had to put on some scrubs. <laughs> you, made them, you made them scrub in oh, so that you could yes. dance around? Because we didn't want Ric Flair to get an infection. No bacteria is going to finish the job that I meant to finish. Take it out, Ric Flair. Okay, well... Dr. Piledriver. Then I set his ribs and I sewed him back up. Yeah. Be- best of luck oh, to you. And then your, he recovered. In your, your because picture. I'm a really good doctor. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, we got that. Yeah. Best of luck to you in your career, both in the medical field. Can I cut a quick promo? Yes, absolutely. Is that not what you've been doing for the last Let 10 it, minutes? No, I was telling a, a story. This is me cutting a promo. It's not going to be against Ric Flair because I need matches while he's recovering. Okay. <laughs> All right. So this is my promo. All right. Hey, John Cena. <laughs> I know that you think that you're a good damn wrestler, but I know 149 bones of the human body and just how to break them, including the one in your thick skull. So when I see you at SmackDown, hopefully this week, I'm going to break each one, one by one, because I'm number one. That was Dr. Piledriver. It was oddly anatomical, but con- congratulations. I thought that was pretty good, I thought. I'm not like a wrestling fan. Thank so. you very much for your time, Dr. Piledriver. And now it's time for another wide world of Weird Sports! Wide world of weird sports. What do we got this week? This week's wide world of weird sports. Taikyoko Shogi. Alright. Taikyoku Shogi. Japanese. Uh, Taikyoku Shogi, or Ultimate Chess is the largest known variant of shogi, which is Japanese chess. Boom. Yeah. The game was created around mid-16th century, presumably by priests, and is based on either large board shogi games. Before the rediscovery of Taikyoku Shogi in 1997, Tai Shogi was believed to be the largest playable chess variant ever. It has not been shown that Taikyoku Shogi was ever widely played. <laughs> what, a, what a sad thing. So wait, it, it, exi- it existed, and at one point was thought to have the largest amount of uh, pieces. Yep. And then it was found out that it's not really played. Yeah. Is well, it kind of just bored? Yeah. Also, okay. is it being like extremely Eurocentric to call it a chess variant when the people who came up with it probably had never played chess? In their I would entire think. Life? Well, it it feels chessy. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, that's that's all I'm saying. It's just in, instead of saying like other you. Anyway, it's not. Well, this is what's crazy. There are only two sets of restored Taikyoku Shogi pieces, and one of them is held at Osaka University of Commerce. One game may be played over several long sessions and require each player to make over a thousand moves. Holy crap. Yeah, that's a big one. Uh, Because the game was found only recently after centuries of obscurity, it's difficult to say exactly what all the rules were, (laughs) Uh, which makes it tough. Several documents describing the game have been found. However, there are differences between them. So it's kind of like free parking Monopoly. <laughs> Who okay. knows? All right. Who knows? 
Many of the pieces appear in other shogi variants, but the moves may be different. The board, and likewise the pieces, uh, were made much smaller, making archaeological finds difficult to decipher. Research in the game continues for historical and cultural reasons, but to also to satisfy the curious and those who wish to play what could be the most challenging chess-like game ever made. Just goes to show, kids at home, if you're listening, if you're ever making up a chess variant, make sure you have large enough pieces so that archaeologists may one day be able to find them and recreate your game. Yeah, like your I've parents said always once, told you. I've said it a thousand it's times. It's really the mature thing to do. Yeah, yeah And true. also, when you buy a home, get a landline. Because if, it's, if there's an emergency, mom and dad are going to want to reach you. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, objective. The objective of the game is to capture the opponent's kings and princes. When the last of these is captured, the game ends. There are no rules for check or checkmate, however. In practice, a player resigns when checkmated. Checkmot? Okay. Checkmot. Uh, unlike <laughs> Wait, standard shogi, <laughs> pieces may be dropped back into play after being captured. All right. Game equipment. Two players, black and white, uh, which is also known as sente and gote. Okay. Yep. Uh, play on a board ruled out into a grid of 36 ranks or rows by 36 files or columns. That's a big board. How, long, how large is a chessboard? Uh, it is... Uh, like 12 by 12? 10 by 10? 12 by 12? 12 by 12 sounds right. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, but this one has a total of 1,296 squares. Wow. Uh, each player has a set of 402 Wedge-shaped pieces of 209 types. What? The players must remember 253 sets of moves. What? The pieces are slightly different sizes with larger pieces near the king becoming progressively smaller for pieces further from the king, regardless of power. In general, the stronger pieces are nearer to the king. Yeah, that's a, that's a lot of moves. I gotta tell you guys, looking up the rules of an intensely elaborate, uh, like... 17th century Japanese chess variant just to try and play with people. It's a very Joel thing to do. That is. <laughs> like. That is. I'm imagining myself trying to get you guys to play this game. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. Once, once you get into the swing. Move of it, 26. <laughs> <laughs> where, everybody, where are you guys going? <laughs> well, luckily there are 209 types of pieces. Okay. And despite the rules being lost to time, they kind of pieced it together. So here we go. There's the king. The prince, the gold general, the right general, the right army, the left general, the left army, the rear standard, queen, <laughs> free dream eater, wooden dove, <laughs> ceramic dove, earth dragon, free demon, running horse, beast cadet, long nose goblin, mountain eagle, fire demon, free fire, whale, great whale, running rabbit, white tiger, divine tiger, turtle snake, divine turtle, lance reverse chariot, fragrant elephant, elephant king, white elephant, turtle dove, flying swallow, captive officer, captive bird, rain dragon, forest demon, thunder runner, mountain stag, running pup, free leopard, running serpent, free serpent, side serpent, great shark, great dove, running tiger, free tiger, running bear, free bear, yaksha, heavenly tetrarch, Buddhist devil, guardian of the gods, wrestler, silver general, drunken elephant, neighboring king, gold chariot, playful cockatoo, side dragon, running dragon, running stag, free stag, running wolf, free wolf, bishop general, rain demon, rook general, flying crocodile, right tiger, left tiger, right dragon, left dragon, beast officer, beast bird, wind dragon, free dragon, free pup, free dog, 
Rushing Bird, Old Kite, Peacock, Water Dragon, Fire Dragon, Copper General, Phoenix Master, Kieran Master, Silver Chariot, Goose Wing, Vertical Bear, Knight, Pig General, Free Pig, Chicken General, Free Chicken, Pup General, Horse General, Free Horse, Ox General, Free Ox, Center Standard, Side Boar, Free Boar, Silver Rabbit, Golden Deer, Lion... Furious Fiend, Captive Cadet, Great Stag, Violent Dragon, Woodland Demon, Right Phoenix, Vice General, Great General, Stone Chariot, Walking Aaron, Cloud Eagle, Strong Eagle, Bishop Rook, Side Wolf, Flying Cat, Mountain Falcon, Vertical Tiger, Soldier, Cavalier, Little Standard, Cloud Dragon, Copper Chariot, Copper Elephant, Running Chariot, Burning Chariot, Ram's Head Soldier, Tiger Soldier, Violent Ox, Great Dragon, H Dragon, Golden Bird, Free Bird, Dark Spirit, Buddha Spirit, Diva, Teaching King, Wood Chariot, Wind Snapping Turtle, White Horse, Great Horse, Howling Dog. All right, we're halfway through. <laughs> right dog, left dog, side mover, pantsic stag, white water buffalo, great dream eater, ferocious leopard. No, I'm not going to go through all these. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you said turtle dove twice. There uh, were oh really two turtle doves. My ah, favorite was free bird. <laughs> that free bird was pretty great. Free bird. Uh, I liked old kite. General Fukushima, <laughs> we must retreat. Yeah, they have released the. Old kite! <laughs> I have to say, I think my favorite is dog. <laughs> and that brings then to another wide world of weird sports! sports. I, I hope you'll learn how to play this with this Citizens of Podcast Town, this brings to a close another sports. Sports! Sports! Podcast. Before we go, we're going to bring back Dr. Piledriver to give you our contact information. Oh, it's me, Dr. Piledriver. It's you. It's you. You can find us on Twitter by going to twitter.com slash sports number three podcast. That's twitter.com slash sports number three podcast. And while you're there, make sure to call John Cena pussy. Or you can find us on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash sports number three podcast. It's facebook.com slash sports number three podcast where they'll put up hilarious gifts and memes or you can find all the back episodes at soundcloud.com slash sports the number three podcast you're going down flare thank you thank dr pile driver appreciate it uh hey guys hey joel joel what's up what's going uh, on oh i was just getting out this old kite oh look out oh, oh it attacked him on a diagonal Lights off. <laughs> <laughs>